0: tonight the hog presents another bob and brian podcast
1: this bob and brian on demand is brought to you by marcus theaters in a relationship never underestimate the power of date night especially when it means sharing a movie at marcus theaters get tickets now at marcus world series champion would work in there you know They're mm-hmm. still suck. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the program. I don't even know where you're, you're, voice of the Brewers TV, but you're the voice of so many different things. Brian Anderson, good morning, Brian. How are you? Good
2: morning. They led you guys back in the building. Today. Every.
1: Back in the building. We still have access codes to get in the building, Brian. Yeah. What hey, up, have we got building the building or... are Face
2: recognition yet for you to get <laughs> in the building.
0: No. I, I shuddered to think what face recognition <laughs> would do in my face.
2: <laughs> Brian are you
3: wearing a t-shirt right now I just want to ask
0: uh
2: I have a t-shirt under a hoodie yes
3: okay, okay. what's on your t-shirt
2: uh it is a MLB logo <laughs> with the uh I can't I can't see it it's under my hoodie that's so okay that's okay you've I answered <laughs> It's a it's a free T-shirt, for sure. Uh, I don't here think we, I own a T-shirt that I actually paid for.
1: The reason we ask is we were talking about, would it be possible to have a T-shirt Hall of Fame? Because we have a bobblehead Hall of Fame and, yeah. you know, all things. I don't know how you could possibly. You would, would just, need there's so too much many. space. There's right. too many. I'm surprised we haven't found yeah, I'm surprised we haven't found What's the
2: cutoff? It. Is it used or, you know, pit stains? Or does it have to be fresh out of the box? It's like like a baseball card, you know? Does it have to be in mint condition or do it you depends want a value of or sweat on it?
3: Yeah. Well, like what if it was a coronation of the Queen t-shirt from 1952 and it was <laughs> worn, but that's still a very historical yeah. thing. I'm not talking you about, have I'm it. talking about
1: t-shirts that we saw everybody had that t-shirt. That was In the, Britain everybody like, had yeah. that t-shirt. But tuxedo t-shirt. The tuxedo, the t-shirt. Face. The tuxedo the right? Face. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know what's made a comeback uh which I'm pretty excited about in my Twenty-two-year-old daughter is so into these these old concert yep. T-shirts that are being redone, reprinted. Like she had a Grateful Dead T-shirt on the other mm-hmm. day. Yeah, like, you don't even know who the Grateful Dead <laughs> I is. I was gonna say, <laughs>
1: can she can she name a favorite song or a band member from the Grateful Dead? Uh, absolutely not.
2: And she had a Tom Petty <laughs> shirt on. She did. The one I was most proud of, she had the Nirvana yeah uh, tour. T-shirt, which I had to actually sit down with her and play some Nirvana music. Like, okay, this was your father's music. He, I felt he. like such an old man. That well, was the first like weird old man conversation back when music was good. They
3: didn't oh. have girls' T-shirts back then, though. So Brian, my son has some of my T-shirts, like Pink Floyd, because they fit him. Yes. They're big, boxy, old men's T-shirts. But
1: you gave him the originals. These are new. I know. You can get you know Target, I know Target has them right. They're oh the, sure, they have Forever like Twenty One, all that right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I got them for all my grandkids. I got them all Hotel California t-shirts. Urban Outfitters. And and made them wear them for a group picture. (laughs) Yeah, And hold the record in front of the stereo. Oh,
3: wow. Fun
2: day for them. Hey. (laughs) I think the the, the type of t-shirt the kid is wearing uh, perfectly identifies the era in which the parents grew up. Sure.
3: There you go. I think
2: that's a defining characteristic. So you don't need facial recognition. You can just... T-shirt you know, recognition. Hard Rock. shirt recognition. That was a big one to collect. And I know Bob's been wearing the same T-shirts for decades. No, Here's one.
0: Decades. Yeah. The oh, yeah, Rolling Stones, Stones Big Tongue T-shirt.
1: All of, that's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Here's another one.
0: Yeah. As much as I hate it. Uh-oh. The Che Guevara T-shirt. Oh, Hall uh- of fame.
1: Yeah, it's been around
0: forever.
2: I think
1: Dark Side you of the Moon has. Have-
2: absolutely. Brewers T-shirts. You guys still have any old school Brewers? T-shirts I, from I don't. Day?
1: I don't have any.
2: I have a lot of well, sweatshirts
1: now. Not so much T-shirts. I got a lot of hoodies, like you have on now. Yeah. With Brewer stuff I'm on it. Guy. Yeah. Total I do have a couple. Guy. I have a couple of T-shirts, but I love the old three-quarter length sleeve mm. ones that you would get. You know, with the with the logo that you could print on. Yeah. Yeah. They used to have these really comfortable ones at, uh, at the fan zone at the ballpark, and I would always get a new one every year. And they haven't had them for a while, so I've kind of changed it up a bit.
2: Maybe they come we got to dial got in. We gotta, maybe we should do an auction item for, for the MacBooks first.
0: <laughs> old t-shirts?
2: <laughs> I have plenty of worn t-shirts, if you'd like. Starting at a nickel. What is the oldest t-shirt? Oh,
0: don't uh, sell yourself too low there, uh, Brian. What this is your This old... Stones t-shirt. Look at this.
2: Fifteen bucks.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> used one. What's your What's your oldest t-shirt
1: that you have, Brian?
2: Oh, that's easy. I got one, and I'll never get rid of it as long as I, I don't wear it anymore because it's special to me but um i have a san antonio spurs workout t-shirt you know like uh like the players would wear my very first year working for the spurs i was a cameraman and they gave me some swag when i started there so they gave me a couple of t-shirts and a couple of hoodies i don't have those anymore but i have this this one gray sweatshirt and it's probably from 1991 um and I had really? it getting on in years. Yeah, then. yeah. I used to wear it all the time. It's like it was—it was just a perfect T-shirt for me. It fit me perfectly, uh, but I stopped wearing it about ten years ago, probably. <laughs> Did <laughs> your wife throw it out? And, yeah, I still got. It. I'll have to send you a picture. I'll—I'll I'll post it and send it to you. But wait, wait, wait till it turns. Value.
0: Wait till it turns 25 and then start wearing it again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. its amazing how well it's held up. It's yeah, held up all you- these years. Uh, Still, cool. I got an Austin City Limits t-shirt, too. That That's I got. a good one. Back wow. before Austin City Limits was, you know, all the rain, nobody really knew what it was unless you were a, a PBS watcher a, before <laughs> even the Moody Theater opened up and, you know, ACL Fest, all that. So there's one of the original, like, original from the 90s Austin City Limits t-shirts that I have as well stuffed in my closet next to that Spurs t-shirt.
1: <laughs> were you a good cameraman? You said you got that t-shirt when you were a, I was. a, a Spurs cameraman. You were a good cameraman. They told yeah, you that? I,
2: no, I I, I was. The, the, the way you know you're a good cameraman is if you keep getting jobs because it's a, uh. gig, it's a gig employee. It's a freelance job. So I actually I spent a lot of time at it because I needed, I knew I wanted to pursue broadcasting and my only path was to go the minor league route. So I had the minor league baseball team in San Antonio that was, you know, uh, uh, a portal for me to to do this. But I I made no money doing that. I, I made $25 a game when I started. So I clocked mm. in with the ushers, you know. So it was brutal. So I knew, like, if I'm going to do this in the summer months, the baseball, minor league baseball trek, I've got to come up with a second means of income. So I actually had a moment of maturity in my early 20s that I need to get really good at this so I can get continue to get hired in the six months of the baseball offseason um, that I can sustain myself. Like I was married, and, you know, I, I really – so I spent a lot of time. I worked at it. And, matter of fact, a lot of the guys that train me, and they're all national guys now. They all still live in San Antonio. And I just saw a lot of them during the NCAA tournament there because my pod was in the uh, was at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. So I worked really hard at it. I ended up doing a ton of boxing, like HBO, Showtime. Wow. I did the Pernell Whitaker-Cesar Chavez fight at the yeah. Alamo Dome, which was a huge... I mean, it was like 60 million people watch that. And um, I was ringside handheld for that. So I was starting to get a lot of handheld jobs to the point where I was debating whether I should quit the announcing side because I was making a lot more money in the tech world, you know, running camera. I also did audio. I did graphics. So I kind of did whatever I could get my hands on, and I was actually thriving in that world. But um, I I ended up, you know, ultimately – I did both for about five years. And then by 1999, I was able to just – make enough money to be a broadcaster, only a broadcaster, and I, I quit all the tech jobs. Look at all but, the... But
0: you had the choice. I mean, you could have gone either way, right, had you
2: chosen? Yeah. And I still ran camera. Like, I, I still love to do it. I love the art of it. I, I have so much respect for those who do it well, you know, on our crew with the Brewers and on the national crew. And, you know, I still think in composition, and I, I really enjoy doing that and... Um, you know, I, I when I was down in Texas before I moved here, I ran camera for the church I was a part of. So I would, you know, I was running camera for the services, and I was teaching all the people who were volunteering how to run the jib cameras and how to back, you know, check the back focus and white balance and all that stuff. So let's you let's know, say I'm, we're in the fifth like,
1: inning of a Brewer game, and yeah. a cameraman goes down. We don't have camera five. <laughs> could you yes. jump out of the booth and hop on that camera for a couple of innings if you had totally. to? You could
2: run it right totally. now. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'm out of practice, so I wouldn't be as good as those guys. I'm not saying that, um, but I would certainly know how to, you know, get my focus and you know, I I would know how to operate. I was always a handheld guy, so the hard cameras, the big ones, with you know the zoom on your right hand and the focus on your left hand, that, that's not something I didn't do much of anyway when I was running camera. So I would be more comfortable running a handheld, which is on your shoulder, you know, with your right hand up, you know, zoom, and foc- zoom is on your right hand, focus is on your left hand, but you're up in front of your face. Um, so that was, I would be much more proficient handheld. Really what would cost me would be the fatigue, though, like yeah. my shoulder wouldn't be able to hold up. I was amazed at those guys at the NCAA tournament. You know they're doing <laughs> four games in a day, and that camera's on their shoulder literally for ten hours.
0: And you can't switch um, those to the trouble. other shoulder if your right shoulder is tired, right? right? You
2: cannot. You, you, just cannot. you gotta, gotta be on the one, one shoulder.
0: Block. Yeah, yeah you oh, gotta be then,
2: the right shoulder.
1: And then throw on there if you're down under the basket, you might get run over four or five times. You know, during <laughs> yes. the course of your work day. Over over the I course a of four funny games. Funny
2: story about that, actually. Um, I, so I was playing college baseball at the time, and I was working as a handheld cameraman um, with the Spurs. And Patrick Ewing, this is in the early nineties, ninety-one. Patrick Ewing was playing for the Knicks, and I was doing handheld for a preseason game. And at this point, I'm in like fall ball of college baseball, so we're playing a fall schedule. I'm the starting catcher. And I'm sitting Indian style, crisscross, uh, with a handheld camera. And he came down the lane and got fouled and put his foot, his size 18 shoe, right across my tibia. Oh. And had he not been the athlete that he was, he would have snapped it in half. Because I'm sitting crisscross. Oh. Ooh. And at that moment, I'm just thinking, "Oh my God! Like I'm a scholarship athlete. I'm. What am I doing down here? I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> How can I tell my coach?" <laughs> so I immediately went to my boss at the time. I said, "Please, through my senior year of college baseball, will you put me up in the graphics in graphics so I can get off the floor so I don't get injured down here?" Because I didn't want to lose my scholarship. I wanted right. to play. It was my... <laughs> so I almost got crushed by. Uh,
1: by Patrick Ewing, you've huh. certainly crossed paths with Patrick Ewing since then, haven't
2: you? I I have, and I've. I, he's coaching at Georgetown. Right. There I was, so right. I um. I need to bring that up. I actually haven't yeah. brought that up to him yet. He would never remember that. That'd
1: right? be the first thing I'd say to Patrick Ewing <laughs> when I saw him. You almost yeah.
2: crushed you
0: me. You almost crushed me like a bug. He <laughs> yeah. would have
2: too. And that, remember, um, you remember when Dennis Rodman, yeah. famously kicked a cameraman, and yeah. then. So that was the era that I was a cameraman. So, And then Rodman was traded to the Spurs, and I was a cameraman. <laughs> I was back on the floor at this point. I'd already graduated college, so I was back doing handheld. And Dennis used to sit right next to me, so he never sat on the bench. This is in the multicolored hair,
0: full sure. mm-hmm. version
2: of Dennis Rodman. Yeah, so I um, he was always, like, sitting right next to me, leaning up against the ad time, and... He was a great guy. We had a great conversation. But I think after he kicked that cameraman, that (laughs) handheld guy, I think he went on a mission to be the nicest guy in the world to all the other cameramen. So I was kind of like his buddy, and I was on that side of the floor. So I ended up every game having these great conversations with Dennis Rodman when he'd come (laughs) out of the rotation and sit on the (laughs) bench. (laughs) <laughs> to the point where even Greg Popovich told me to stop talking to him. Pop was the GM at this time; he was not the coach yet. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> got the video. Stop up. talking
1: to Dennis. Brian's got the video up, of when uh, Dennis stomped that cameraman, and That's he's uh, no good, he's rolling around on the floor, pretty good. Ooh. he kicked him right—he
2: kicked him right in the nuts. Yeah, nice. Sure. Yes. Yeah, he sure yeah, did. So. Whoop! And it was an under the leg oh. nut kick too. Yeah. Wow.
0: He didn't yeah. come in like got straight up in between. It was like he. Got his foot underneath the cameraman's right thigh. Yeah, yeah. let him in. Nailed it. him in the. Yeah.
2: I think I, I told Dennis right after that. So again, like when he came back, I I had told him this is like probably the next year. I said, Hey, man, I'm a. I played college baseball. I got my protective cup in. So so have at it. You're not gonna hurt, you're not gonna hurt me. And he loved that. He laughed. He thought that was funny. And so that's kind of how we
1: have at it. Game, buddy. Wow. I wouldn't say that to the side man. I may have said it to Carmen Electra. Oh well, sure. <laughs> hey oh
3: I can wear a wedding dress, yeah. Carmen.
1: Hey, are you doing the brewer game today? You did the Bucks game last no. night. No. Okay. No. Okay. well No, you- I'm
2: uh yeah, my my Brewers I'm I I feel terrible about it, but I signed this new contract with Turner, um and I'm only allowed to do fifty games for the Brewers. It's just kind of part of the deal. Uh, also, Jeff Levering was. We were going to lose him. He he's been. I don't know how many jobs he's been offered the last few years. I know of three. Um,
1: that's three so more than we've just, been offered.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. In so, the last 25 years. Yeah. But I just felt like Jeff. We're getting to the point with Jeff where I can't. I don't. I've always uh, said I don't want to be that guy. You know, and and I've tried hard not to be that guy. So I went to the Brewers and asked them what do you think about this arrangement where I become you know, the backup and Jeff becomes the primary, we get to keep Jeff. Uh, I can stay involved, which I want to do. And they were all for it, which I was very thankful for. So I'm really not going to be available and, and on the air with the Brewers until June okay, after the NBA playoffs. So, yeah. But then once we get to June, I'll be, I'll be on quite a bit. You know, I'll be most of the weekends, probably every Wednesday through Sunday, because I'm doing the Tuesday TBS game this year our national baseball package moved from Sunday to Tuesday. So for me it'll be Monday travel, Tuesday game, Wednesday travel back. Well then this then is a wonderful weekend.
1: this is a wonderful Brian Anderson oasis for Brian Anderson fans to take you in right now. Hopefully they're calling <laughs> all their friends going, "Hey, Brian's on with Bob and Brian
0: right now." <laughs>
2: Yeah, all the Brian's. Just depends, you know, mm-hmm. which Brian are we talking about here? Right, he's to talking T-shirts. What uh, there
0: used to be a lot of Bobs in the world, but not <laughs> no, there's way
1: more <laughs> Brian's now than Bobs. I think so. Yeah, my it used to be the most common name. What do you? Uh, what's your kryptonite when it comes to uh, streaming or watching a show? What are you watching these days?
2: Well, I'm not watching much at all right now, uh, but I know I kind of like piggyback with. My wife's interest at that point. She's she's all in on on a ton of shows, and um, um, I'm trying to think of uh, the one. uh, Golly, I just forgot the name of it. I'm terrible with titles. Describe. Describe. We'll make it. it. We'll make it like a game show. We watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one with the. uh, I mean, everybody's watching it, and I'm. um, It's the one with the. You know, the guy who runs the company, and then his. His son, his two sons and his daughter Succession? Succession. Goodness yeah. gracious. I yeah. can't believe I yeah. forgot that. So we That's were five on points that. for Kerry. Yeah, we were on that. You know, I will tell you there's a really interesting show. Uh it's called The Dairy Girls. And I know that sounds awful, but it was a show that was made in Ireland. I think it only had two seasons, maybe one even. I'm telling you, it is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> Called the Dairy Girls. That's um, D E R R Y R R Y Dairy. Yeah, okay. that's the name of the town they live in. I Are they I Irish? thoroughly enjoyed that. Thoroughly on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where? Let's see. There's another one. It's like a. It's a comedy, but it's these vampires. It's called <laughs> Vampire family. Comedy. Yeah, it's really funny. No, no. Mm. you'll... Don't laugh at me. I'm not that nervous. Not nerdy,
1: laughing
0: at
2: you. I'm laughing. It's at really the, funny. I'm laughing at your description because it's, it's like a, they're, they're vampires, but they're living in the modern age. Sure. And and it's a comedy, and they're trying to like navigate, and they got the That's they not have that. this one vampire who's an energy sucker. That's how he gets instead of blood. He like <laughs> sucks the energy out of the room. It's, That's it's that, really that great. Not that, that far it's
0: off great from great the uh, the spectrum ads where you
1: know That's they talk about cable about. is evil. Yeah. And, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Was was those
2: all right? But you, you- got to find the title of that because I what? feel bad. About, I don't remember title. Is it "What We Do watch. in
0: the Shadows"?
2: Yes, in the shadows. Wow, well, five <laughs> yeah. points for Brian. Okay,
0: <sighs> I'm getting shut
1: out here. Sorry, I look like the dummy on Jeopardy who's right. at minus eighteen hundred. You don't not
2: that bad. <laughs> very good, very good. I, I have not watched the Lakers one yet. I'm I'm kind of curious. It's the uh, it winning winning time. It's you, you know I
1: can give you a quick review. Not that good. Okay. So okay, but then. you
2: know if you're curious, I, I have trouble with sports movies. You know I just like it's got to be some level of authenticity. But I've been told like hey give it a give it a try. But. Yeah, but I'll, I mean... I'll go on your opinion. I, I don't have time to watch this stuff anyway.
0: On your time off, do you want to,
2: like, yeah,
0: soak in more sports stuff? You want to watch maybe that? You no. do. Maybe you don't.
2: Well, speaking of the NBA, Brian,
3: we have to ask you about your experience uh, being on a video game, in a video game.
2: Yeah. You yeah, that's recorded... all I do is I play my own video game and listen to myself Of all day
3: course, why <laughs> wouldn't you? 2K. You're on 2K like our own Eric Jensen.
2: Yeah, I'm not a... Yeah, I don't I don't play the game. I don't know how my nephew I tried it and my nephew just my eleven year old nephew waxed me, so uh, that was the end of that. Um <laughs> yeah, He can't be good at everything. Great. There are um millions of plays. So basically what I was told is they get Super Bowl ratings every day as far as game plays. Which around the world, which boggles my mind. Um I think there's a lot. You can always tell the gamers. Like the gamers know me from the game, as opposed to actually watching NBA games. Sure. Or oh, okay. Baseball yep. games. So I'll get a lot of, you know, on my social media channels. I'll just get a lot of, like, you know, a lot of hits in my DMs from gamer, the gamer world, which is m- a monster out there. Eric um, Sons
3: never thought he was cool until he got on 2K.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The PA announcer, right? Yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah, the public inter- Yeah, that was the thing we uh, uh we did last year. So I remember introducing those guys on the game, you know, doing the voiceover for those. I was very happy that they took that step. Um it the game is if you've ever seen it or you can pop online just you could do a YouTube search. They do all kind of like demos. It is truly incredible um how they do it. So my department is like the audio only, so I don't really get involved in the the animation side of things, and, you know, that's another world. Um, but I'm about to start up again for 2K23, so we'll start recording probably next month, uh, May, probably in May. I have a setup in my basement. I also wow. make a trip that the That basement serves a lot of
1: purposes for you, Anderson. Sure does. You yeah. know, you're calling games yeah, from the down there. You're recording 2K yeah. down there. T-shirt storage. You ever just go down there and have a cocktail and relax? <laughs>
2: That's where it all started in, during the pandemic, which was my I first remember. year with 2K. I had signed the deal. We They couldn't travel at that moment. Like April, I was supposed to start recording. And they sent all the equipment. They sent all the acoustic treatments and everything. And I, I set it up myself. And that ended up turning into my booth for the NBA. I did the entire NBA season for TNT and NBA TV last year in that same little spot down in the basement. So, um, man, it has been a godsend for me. I've actually been able to do a lot of work through there, voiceover work and all the things that I do on the side and just go right down there in my ratty T-shirts. And you never uh, (laughs) had the sound of the uh... –
0: The sump pump kick in, or.
2: Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. Pipes toilet, rattling, or. The toilet flushing yeah. up above Anything, with the water. Nothing Things like that yeah. ever happened. You do hear that. I tell you, when I get loud, when I'm doing 2K and I have to get loud for like a big dunk, and, you know, they want you to scream and. Yeah. Hear, yeah. Yeah. I can immediately hear my dog who kind of lays down right above me in the living room. <laughs> and the dog, Ooh, well, I can hear those, yeah, those toenails start to clack across the wood floor. Like, well, what's happening? <laughs> he's yelling.
1: <laughs> I'll save you. A couple of things before we wrap up here, Brian. Great job during the tournament again. You are just absolutely brilliant at calling those basketball games. I don't know how you do it, especially in the first round. And secondly, is Tiger going to win the, the Masters?
2: Oh, man. I'm not going to bet against him, but I, I, I can't even believe he's playing. So I'm, I haven't resolved that yet mentally um today obviously will be so every day he plays means every you know the days that he walks uh there's no question his game's good if he could take a golf cart he would win or he would have a chance to win i believe well, wow it's he walked and he has a chance to win leg i don't yeah. think he can i honestly i'm going to say it maybe i shouldn't because i've i never go against tiger but i just don't think he's going to be able to walk four rounds at augusta national and and be there so I think he'll make the cut and I just see him kind of tailing off on the weekend All right. but man I don't know he knows that course so well he's won there five times um, if anybody could pull it off I mean this guy's had a career unlike any athlete in the history of the world in any sport so I don't know. I can't see it though. I'll be shocked if he if he wins. Yeah,
1: it'd be fun to watch. All right, Brian, we yeah. are out of time unfortunately, but you are always welcome to return to the program whenever you like. Anytime, you Anytime. guys. Uh, just
2: just give me a call. I'm always love being with
1: you. All right, Brian, thanks for helping us out with the Mac fun during our uh, our radiothon. Appreciate it. All right, see you guys. Brian Anderson, catch him on TNT. You can catch him on uh, on on Brewer games later on this season.